Fellas, we are back with another episode, man. How y'all doing? We back. Well, you know, I feel, I feel good, good, because you know my boys in there got that dub right quick. Big <laughs> trust, big trust. Y'all Before- see it? Y'all see it? Uh-huh. Before we get into this, man, let's go around the room and introduce ourselves. This is the first video episode, you know what I'm saying? So, that being saying, we got a camera right here, then we got the camera on their side. See y'all too. Then we see us too, you feel me? So... Go ahead and start since you're saying that the uh, your boys want to go ahead, man. It's your boy Quay in the building. Uh, follow me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Ferro Sav- underscore Savage Two. Uh, yeah, my boys got that dub today. I'm happy. First playoff win for Lamar Jackson. Let's keep it rolling. It's your boy Tay. Uh, y'all know my Instagram, Terry Twenty. Right now, I'm taking a break. So if you got any questions, holla at one of these fellas. On Instagram. A.K.A. Mr. Uh, what you call him? Uh, Cole? Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Holiday Cole, man. But no, I'm good, man. man. I, I'm good. Uh, I've been reading. I've been reading. There you reading go. We book. get to that part. Oh, 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 all right. But yeah, all right. Bet. Go ahead. Go ahead. We just it. Go, go Y'all know me. Y'all know me. Oh, yeah. Yet again, this is your homeboy, Darnass, A.K.A. L Negro Madman on both Snapchat and Instagram. So it's called E.L Negro Madman. But. Find your best funny shit and... The best ties and you know the best good looks. <laughs> out of four. Yeah, man, y'all know who it is, man. Deshaun, aka the King Deshaun, man. We just back at it again with another episode. This is episode nine, and we are at it again. Yeah. So let's talk about um, some some current events, man. So since you started us out, you go ahead into detail, man. The Ravens won; they beat the uh, Titans. Yeah. So, you know, NFL playoffs. Um, Titans beat us twice, back-to-back in the playoff first round. Yeah. So, you know, we had a lot going going into this game. Had to get that monkey off our back. Uh, tough game, ain't going to lie. Uh, but the, the boys pulled it out and kept it going. So, we're just trying to see who we got next. So, so question for all y'all football fans. Now, when it comes to playoff, is it, is it like NBA? We had seven games, or just have one game? Oh, it was one. Game. Oh, okay. If it was seven games, they'd be dead. I really, did, I really didn't know <laughs> how playoffs yeah, was in football. Under a rock. Yeah, your body can't take that much, like constant. Well, I would think it would be at least three or two. No. Oh no! Nah. So it's one game elimination. Yeah, yeah, one game, you want it done on. Well, yes, sir. I, mean, I ain't know. So you know, this is. And then, I, I got to on me. I need the Browns to win. So they could play the Chiefs and we could play the Bills. <laughs> and so we can smack the Bills and beat the Chiefs. Yeah. So you think y'all going to? Yeah. Okay, so, 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 so the way. you said you want the Steelers to beat the Browns. No, the Browns to beat the Steelers. Okay. All right. So hmm. cause the, the, uh, the lowest seed plays the Chiefs. And right now the Browns are six and we are, we are five. Hmm. So this game – so we we recording this and the game has not played yet. So who who your prediction? You got the Browns over the Steelers? Uh yes. Alright. Browns over the Steelers, twenty seven, twenty four. Mm. Mm. Zach. I, w- I will ask you, but you don't uh, go ahead and pass. Yeah, who, who, who do you have, man? <laughs> oh, that's gonna be tough. Honestly, I might have to, I might go with, I don't know about the score, but I might go with the Browns in this one. They they're more complete. Hmm. In a way. They don't have a coach. 
The Browns? They yeah. the only one. They don't have their coach though, and they didn't. They didn't practice all week because they had the whole COVID in their facility. Yeah. Mm. So all thing I say is they're more well rested. Mm. But Big Ben, he if you rattle him enough, I don't know. They, he hasn't been. Yeah. They, they offense been shaky. They mean they hold tight receiving court in occasional hands. And they, I mm. think they got all their players back this week, so uh, we gonna see. Right, oh, yeah. So tell you now, how you how you been, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So this is the part I can tell about talking about my go, book. Go right? ahead, okay, man, thank go you. Ahead. So I've been reading, like I said in, my, in the last podcast, mm-hmm. it's called a book. It's called a book. No, it's not called a book. The book is called <laughs> "Good Vibes, Good Life" by Vex King. Okay. It's a pretty good book, man. I remember how we were talking about vibes and stuff last week. Uh, some of my not ideas, but some of the stuff I was thinking about. Came from the book about the universe and what you put in the universe. It came out of that book. Um, it's a good book, man. I mean, I, I recommend it to anybody if they want to just, um, if they been like not down, but just want to be more optimistic about life. That's a pretty good book to start out start out with. Okay. So, man. But other well, than that, your other goals? my other goals. Oh, let me let me tell you about this workout. So. I maxed out today in in squats. Just guess the number that I maxed out. Yeah. 325. Mm. Okay. Now, remember, I told you on the last podcast I was at 260. 265. 325, bro. And, and, I, and, I, and I believe I could have got higher, but I wanted to work out my legs more. And so yeah. I ain't want to tire them out. Okay. But I was like, boy. There you go. Uh, by the way, anybody that's watching this, Hold up. Before I ask this question, do you know anybody that makes like shirts mm-hmm. with just crazy stuff on it? Or I can I ask them or tell them I want to put this on a shirt and they put it on there. Mm-hmm. So you can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. I thought yeah, you, you just had your. You asking well, no, I thought you had your. You no, got, I thought he just had your own logo stuff for just for nah, you, but you can do that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. I want He's the one stop shop for me. I want a sweater. Like I want another sweater. And I wanted to say Detour on the front with orange. Detour. Detour. And on the back, this body is under construction. That's what I want. Or or however. Well, let's just put this body and ears on the front and then under construction on the back. These nuts? No. (laughs) (laughs) I said under construction as in like I'm working on my body. Yeah, I've seen a meme for that before. Oh shoot! Well, I, mean, I really don't care, but I just yeah, want it. I just want it because I'm telling you, bro. Because I'm telling yeah. you, bro. This nobody ain't seeing nothing until at least May or June. You rarely be on social media, anyways. What? what? They never. It's gonna be a. Sur- like, it's gonna be a surprise. I guess, I guess it'd be us too. Huh? Yeah, y'all. Like, Damn, who is this man? Like, the the only people that gonna see stuff is the people at the gym, and that's only my legs because I wear short shorts to the gym. Other than that, everything else is covered up. That's how it's supposed to be, you know. Surprise. How you feeling, man? See, it, yeah. Y'all see this, feeling, right? Hold on, hold on. So how, Thank what's you, your other goal? What's my other goal? I don't know. Don't even remember. That's messed up. What goal are you talking about? Don't know. We just set our goals last week for the year. Mine was to read, read more mm-hmm. and work out better. That's about it. What was your goals? Bro, we ain't on that yet, bro. He's still he's <laughs> talking about the current. About like, how you feeling? I'm chilling. Yo, we chilling over here. So, I've been chilling. i actually been reading. 
Mm-hmm. So at work, I take like 30 minutes or so I'll do my lunchtime, kind of probably take a time out to read. I've been reading uh, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a veteran or nothing like that to read it. Oh, yeah, that is that, a great book. That motherfucker goes hard. Yeah, that book, book, the man went from a 300 pound, basically 300 pounds to a Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. And he finished it with basically two broken legs. And he's the only one who completed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had, he's the thir- he was at the time the 37th black person to ever finish it. That you finish it on top of being an ultra marathon runner. Mm. Talking about ran 180, like almost almost 200 miles in 36 hours. Mm. So the man yes. goes hard, and like I'm not lying. I was like, damn. After I read that, I started going outside more and started running in the morning. So if you see me sometimes in the morning, that is me doing sprints out here in the sidewalk. So it was like well, I haven't seen you so. Yeah, I, five, I, I had thrown it out there for people. Oh yeah, to keep them accountable. Five in the morning? Like, no, actually six in the morning. I'm out there trying, doing sprints. I remember, oh, like, damn, this man don't give a damn. Four, he be doing two hour workouts every day. Just he did two hour workouts every day, plus studying because he knew he was terrible at like educa- at his education. Just to get down and wait, just to even try to make it, just to make it, just ship hmm. out and go. So it was like, damn, this man goes hard. So I'm like, you know what? Dedication. Like, see, yeah, that and that mental. He talked about mental fortitude. Had a mental calluses and everything. She fire up how you, how your body go go so hard, but your mind can go harder. I'm like, yo, I, I rocks with that, heavy. So I've been reading that almost every day after work. I'm almost done with it. So, yeah, that man, you, I'll recommend that book too. If you have to just want to read something to get y'all like fired up for no reason. Okay. How about yourself, Mr. Deshaun? Uh, I got Mr. Deshaun. Deshaun, brother, and grinding, tired. I usually don't even use that word, bro. But yeah, bro, I'm talking. I I came in one day. It was you never tired. Out, bro. Out all day. Done. (laughs) You feel me? But I just been vibing, bro. Same thing. Been reading. Y'all know me. Yeah. Reading, waking up, running, um, early, getting it in. I had to do it last night because I uh woke up at two. So I was like, fuck. I gotta go ahead, go ahead and do it. And I'm doing like 200 push-ups a night. Just so I can tell myself. There you go. To yeah, get that body time. right, you feel me? So okay. Yeah, man, so shout out to my future wife, you know. I'm coming for you. She probably on that busted challenge, you know. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. See, see, that's a current event that we could go ahead and slide over <laughs> and open up this next tab, man. This, so so since Quayshawn was the one who brought this up, oh, wow. he done watched about a thousand of these. So I'm going to go ahead and you see. I'm gonna see if you, if you gonna talk that smoke that you Why was talking before we put this camera on. Now, what did you say before we put this camera on? I'm a grown ass man. I do what the fuck I want to do. The fuck? You, your girl ain't gonna get you. You ain't gonna get in trouble for watching the damn busting challenge. Y'all, y'all hear him right? Hey, hey. that's a dope. Hey, you a dope though. What, what did you say? Uh, what did he say? What did he say? Damn, Gigi about to cut the Gigi about to coat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, you on that shit, too? I tell you what. <laughs> I tell Jesus you what. Everybody come to me. Listen, only thing I'm going to say is uh, to that lady. My man told us about. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything wrong. I'm just saying. My man told us about this busted challenge, so I'm gonna allow him to explain it. Don't get on his case. It's a beautiful sight. So, explain to me about it. I just saw it on social media. Explain to me what what is this about, bro? Because I I really don't. Be so it just girls go from bummy to yummy. To be honest, bummy, bummy to, to yummy. yummy. <laughs> I mean, hey, you should put down the shirt, yo. <laughs> basically, the bummy to yummy. You should put down the shirt. Hey. Hey, yeah, I'm a corner. That's my shit. You, <laughs> you got to put that in the shirt, bro. You have I want to. my royalties. Sam, 
You had to trademark but that. Nah, uh, nah, I said like they play uh, the, the Nelly song, mm. and then they play the Erica Banks bust it or whatever, and like mm. from the Nelly to that is from Bubba and the Yummy, and like they, you know they check they checking out their knees, make sure they got the Megan knees going. <laughs> they busting it, you know what I'm saying? So if if I know you know if y'all had a girl, mm-hmm. hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Would y'all be upset at her for doing this busting challenge? Nah. No? Mm-mm. I don't know. No? Well, I don't, you, I don't, you, you don't know. know. I don't know. D said I'll kill it. <laughs> I'll kill it dead nah. before you bust it on the internet. Nah, I, I, I'll be a little bit upset. You see the hesitation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I ain't going to do it as far as killing. That's a, that's domestic <laughs> violence, man. Like, that, that's, you trying to go to jail. Nah. I'll be a little bit irritated. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, like, as long as I know who she coming home to, I'm like, all right, cool, you know. I be like my man's who's playing 2K in the background, just chilling like, fuck it, like look over, like she's still coming over with me. I'm gonna fuck. You got me fucked up. <laughs> Get your ass in that camera and bust it down if you want to. I mean, we gonna have I a mean, huge it, problem. It ain't, it ain't like they all have naked. Like, to I'm, be I'm, honest. A, I'm gonna put it to you like this. I'm gonna put it to you like this. If you bust it down, I don't judge you. But just know, I'm gonna keep you on that same level. You feel me? Mm. You ain't gonna never get past that bust it down challenge. Cause I'm gonna bust your ass down and I'm gonna keep it pushing. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She gonna bust it down like bust it down at the house. Go. I'm just saying if you got the right girl for you, she gonna be doing it anyway. My point. Yeah. My so point. I ain't she, gonna get mad. Cause she ain't gonna entertain nobody. Truth. Wives are creatures of habit. Hoes are creatures of habit too. It's three things that don't get cold. You know what I'm saying penguins, polar bears, and hoes. Uh, <laughs> I mean that's true. You ever seen? Don't get COVID even. That is but, true. <laughs> they don't get COVID either. Strip I mean, clubs still open. Strip clubs are still open. But I can't get the damn drink. Speaking at the bar. of strip clubs, um, Hopkins, bro, from the Washington football team. Mm. You feel me? Y'all, do y'all know a little bit about that? What? What's yes, he got cut? you know no, you, you don't. You know you I. Know. He got, well, he got cut. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that man. He. I feel. I feel like he's just young and he needs somebody to smack him side the head. Be like, yo, because I don't know if anybody seen like how how he got drafted. His family was all hype as fuck. Like. Profiting off of him and shit like that. It's like nobody was just like just sat back. Look, don't act stupid out here. Mm. You got one shot. Now nah, I feel like he blew it. I mean, he's gonna get another chance. He's talented as hell. He just you know he's just young. He's only like what 21, 22? So it's like, bro, he gonna get another chance. Yeah. He's talented, but he just what happened? so he he had a bunch of immature things he was doing with the team. But the last straw with them was when he went to a strip club, I guess, with his girl or somebody with some friends. And he, was, he had no mask on, partying up, and they put that shit on Instagram on social mm. media. Mm. Mind you, he's in the NFL. He's a star. He was a starting quarterback. They named him starter because you know half the like other guy was hurt or whatever, had some problems. But that was the last straw. He was a bunch of immature things. He was he's still young. Uh, but, but I think with the with the sorry to cut you off. I oh, think with good. the uh, with the main issue of it was that the coach was uh, had a lot of. Illnesses. And yeah, he he just yeah, Robert, yeah. Oh, yeah, he yeah, just beat cancer. He just beat cancer this year while so, coaching. So his immune system. You, you the quarterback, you starting quarterback, and you putting the coach at a high risk. Yeah, rest, yeah. for doing what? Trying to go see some busted down challenges. You feel me? Like, I mean, just like James Harden, he'll fly out the state to go. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with it. You oh, feel me? Man. I'm not judging, bro, for doing what he's hey, doing. Oh, mm-hmm. But you got to think beyond, like, okay, bro, for this this is a business now. Mm-hmm. You can't go in there thinking like, okay. Like coming from those D one schools, they get pampered a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you fuck up, tap on the wrist. Yeah. Uh, get better. Yeah, he like, was starting at bro, Ohio State. Nah, bro. This is this is this is a business. Like you're you adult. can get cut, you can get replaced. 
next year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you keep messing up, it's about you bringing value to this team. And if you doing, if you devalue and putting the main guy, which is the head coach, at risk. Let's not forget about my man's in the NBA bubble last time, last year, who uh went out to get some wings. Oh, yeah, to get some wings. That <laughs> shit was funny as hell. He went to the strip club just to get some wings. I'm like, bro, ain't no way in hell but going no, to the strip club to get some wings. No, bro. You got to go to the strip clubs in Atlanta to find out why. Them shit's like that, bro. I've been to one. I promise you, bro. Yeah. The wings better be the worth wing, it, bro. The wings, bro. Titties and some wings? The wings worth I, it. You will go there just for the food, bro. Yeah. Mm. I wings. kid you not. You'll so go there like, just for the food. That's how so good like, it is, So, like, can bro. I get some titty man wings? It'd be like, ooh, damn, I dropped, I dropped, I dropped some sauce on the titty. I mean, as long as you pay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, for you both. Got some buffalo sauce on the titty. My bad. He said, both. Go ahead and clean you up real quick. Bro, y'all, y'all, y'all making me pay. hungry. Y'all making me hungry, bro. He <laughs> said you hungry. Because I can't. Yeah, my little. Make bean and rice. My little bean wrap. You said you was fasting. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's working for you. Uh, I been creative a little bit i made uh a wrap a little bean and rice wrap with some you know that sounds torturing spanish dip. Like a, lot of, a lot of fart you're gonna be farting a lot. but <laughs> but yeah man I, I mean honestly it's not as hard as i thought it was gonna be yeah it's pretty it's pretty easy mm. i mean you intermediate fasting? nah it's like for the whole month yeah, yeah, oh. well intermediate yeah if you want to call Inter- it yeah intermediate because well, you only in a time frame well, I, I eat after five. I, I can eat after five. Yeah, that's oh, intermittent. Yeah. Whereas well, yeah. fasting, you just not eating at all. Well, yeah. So, um, I thought it was going to be hard because, you know, I work out in the morning. Mm. And then, of course, I'm burning all those calories and whatnot. And I'm like, bro. But um, my smoothies is pretty good. So, that's they keeping me sane. Because, mm. bro, when this man had cooked some chicken the other night, bro, I like to just... I was like, I, I was like, I was gonna take one the next morning. I was, <laughs> I I was gonna take one next morning, <laughs> but I was pop. like, nah, I, I gotta stick to this because if I can get through this, I get through anything. So I had nothing on D and Samia cookies though. I'm oh like, yeah, yeah. Who got mm-hmm. the Samia cookies? I, yeah, I got Samia cookies. Damn, had two boxes, not one, <laughs> two. Yeah, I don't eat that much. I, I told you throughout this week, I once once a day weekends. I'm trying to relax and chill. Then Monday through Friday. Once a day, cause I'm always moving. Mm-hmm. Except now I'm moving more at work now. That's it. I took the time out to read. I take the time out at least like every hour. I try to walk around for at least 15 minutes. Because, again, mm-hmm. I'm at my desk. It is annoying as hell. And then get people hey. calling. I'm moving. If they weren't gone by the next day, I was like, shit, I'm going to by one. I mean, you know, what expected <laughs> y'all, it. Y'all, y'all just choosing to just dig it each other stuff by the next day. No. Hey, <laughs> give, give it 24 Ain't no hours. such things left over, huh? Give it 24 God hours. Damn. <laughs> No, you you, you want to came over there and did the same thing, like you know what? Uh, he said twelve hours. Hey, we, we're recycling, all right? We, we, we be respectful. Twelve hour window. <laughs> <laughs> you By got sunset. I mean sunrise, bro. It's a wrap. It's gone. Honestly, because the sunrise. When I said those crackers out there, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just sit them right here. Then the next day, I was like, I'm craving a cracker. <laughs> I walked out there as all up. These joints is gone, bro. They just didn't last the, the, the whole night. Nah, what you put it? Like you know what you put it on the table. On the table, well, yeah, like, it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah it's like it it's free for all for everybody. Yeah. So it's like you know what? Once you walk on out table. there, it's like shit. It's Don't look around. Like, it's just gonna be out though. It's on the table. Hell, it's a wrap, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yo, that's it. You come over, you like damn. Like you only have to ask who's this. That's how we do. Like the table that's in our in our living room or whatever in the dining room. 
like whatever stuff we want to share, we put out there on the table. Mm. And so that's what we do. Like instead of like, hey, anybody want this? If it's out there on the table, hey, it's up for grabs. Yeah. And you know what was crazy? That candy is still out there. That candy, yeah. <laughs> Eat that candy. Well, my mom gave me some candy like you find in the sewing kit, right? The old people candy. Yeah, the old people candy. It's still there, the Christmas stuff. That shit gonna be hard as hell. It's already hard, damn. Well, I can hit bad. you with it. It's gonna leave a bruise, but... It's always candy that's left over during Christmas. Yeah. Day. That's what I'm saying. That's I don't same. know why they continue to make it. Because old people keep buying it. Yeah, the sewing kit and candy. Don't, and it don't get eaten. And it don't get eaten. Yeah, yeah. That, those are my grandkids. The grandkids are them adults now. They say your grandkids got kids. Come on, now. Like, years ago. Nah. Maybe one day. Yeah, man. Y'all boys fresh though, man. I was about to say yeah. that, man. Y'all clean. I try yeah. to dress up, man. You know, like you said, your wife is out there, so mine's somewhere out there. Yeah, yeah true. I tell, but, them, I tell them all the time, like, I'm, I'm waiting for you, baby. Right. I'm an ugly dude, know how to clean up well. I clean up very nice. And if you make more money, ugly dudes turn fine. Boom. Remember I can that. be the house husband. You know, I can chill. But real talk, though, I clean up. I clean up well. That's when people look like throughout the week. I'm just wearing jeans and a t-shirt a lot of times. Just sweatshirt, hoodie. But when I need to go out somewhere, I need to I clean up nice. If I need to go like, oh, we're going to a restaurant. I clean up. We're going out to the dance floor. I'm cleaning up. Like, hey, we going out, period. Like, one, the Prophet 2 chain said, I'll be fresh as hell with a fans watching. <laughs> so you may never know who's watching. So I'm be fresh as hell. And like you said, like your future wife may be watching. She may be watching from the other side of the bar. Guess what? I'm be chill looking nice. You wanna know you wanna know the wildest shit I ever heard, bro? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said, Your wife getting fucked right now by another man. Oh yeah, I heard about that. They was like He's like, keep your head up, King. Your wife getting fucked by another your wife getting dumped by another nigga right now. And I was like, damn. I mean Uh, And now now you put it in that that image in my head, I'm like, bro, I don't want to start dating nobody. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, cause now it's like I know now that she married a virgin. She, she getting banged out as we speak. Shit. Damn. She gonna have bodies like you gonna have bodies. Yeah. So I, I like, mean, I know, but I'm just, you know, just hot. But. She gets mad. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the busted down chat, whatever, bro. It's like, bro. now I got it's in your kinda, head, like, time out. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, she, 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 right, now, right now, she probably home, you know. In, a, in her pajamas, drinking some wine, watching her show. I told my friend. I told over. my friend, I'm stop looking. I'm gonna stay indoors and let them come look for me. But you ain't gonna never find my wife. Then I'm gonna be a uh, single then, brother. Then that's when your friend that introduced you to people. Bro, you gonna pull a me. Yeah. I'll be I know my wife gets smacked. You nasty. You nasty. Because by the right time now. you get to me, we're gonna be making porn movies. I'm gonna be the amateur king. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you already got the setup. You already got the black couch and everything. You see all these, you see all these cameras? Oh, They're not here for no reason. Like, she's gonna come over and be like, shit. How do we turn? How do we go? What do we turn about? What are we talking about? Hey, that's what happens when you dress hey, well. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, uh, couch casting? They got that wow. idea for me. Oh, this guy. I'm just saying, though. Hey. Funny enough, I actually cleaned an apartment like that. That was terrible. Walked in, it was Zach's setup. With the camera? With that the, was uh, here, couch. yeah. It was some, somebody's room. We walked in there. It didn't have a bed or nothing. It was a couch on the one side, like the desk and everything. Somebody, they had the, they had the drawers in the bathroom. I'm like, bro, we need a black light. All right, woman. Like, we found a drawer full of condoms. I'm like, yep, already knew it. Dead ass. And I was like, yep, we uh, we found somebody's casting couch. 
So, with that being said, ladies, if y'all need a job, y'all need to make some money, <laughs> this man right here, Mr. Deshaun, got you. <laughs> they really gonna be like, so he really do uh, camera work? <laughs> <laughs> He's an actor. I do. The director, uh-huh. the photographer, videographer, and the engineer. You're trying to be Everything. Instagram model. Just, uh, Everything. Know. I'm all in one package. <laughs> All right, so go ahead, man. Say what you was about to say again. Oh yeah, so what y'all think about this capital? The capital being stormed and everything. So and it's capital, not capital. Yes, yeah, capital. So with, my, a, with an O, not yeah, an a. I think it's an A, but one yeah, of those. I think it's an O, not an A. Fuck it. This ain't vocabulary time. So, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, in my standpoint, isn't you could tell that's a complete fucking failure, because a lot of people like nope, everybody been calling it out for years. Right, like we everybody been saying it, and it was like, how come y'all didn't see this coming? The FBI and everything saw the Black Lives Matter thing, but some reason they literally now there's so many videos like police helping them in there, people people just walking through the like, from a like a security standpoint, they actually was in the senator's office and they could have they stolen so many things like some information. Mm. They was like, you don't know who could have been a terrorist because they found a couple pipe bombs. Mm-hmm. You don't know who could have been you don't know who could have been a terrorist. You don't know who. Could, what information been stolen? Cause they could have stolen a computer, and that shit could never been recovered. And that's classified information. And they have to like, oh, this and that. And it's like, technically, that should have been shot and killed. Cause you on federal grounds at that point. That's a security risk. Cause I could have led to other things. Cause I don't know if you heard in the news, but in Cali, it was a black woman that actually got attacked by a Trump rally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She actually, I don't know if you heard that. She got it's actually yeah. So she got attacked while she was like she was walking, and then. It was a bunch of Trump supporters yelling like who you voted and shit like that. And they actually ripped out her hair and shit like that. They actually attacked her. Mm. And two bystanders had to come in and save her. Mm. And like get her out. And these were Trump's like legit. And Trump she was just like just walking, just randomly walking? Yeah. Like, like she was randomly walking? walking, like trying to walk. She was walking away. Like she saw them and she was trying to walk away, but it's around her. Oh wow. Yeah, they ripped out her hair and everything. Like they tried to attack her. Now, I'm thinking the LA police arrested a few people so far, but these were like Trump supporters, like like terrorizing people. So from my standpoint, what made me mad was the fact of like, yo, they keep saying, oh, he's not ready. I'm like, dude, but his people are like, yo, this has been like, everybody saw this coming. And what made me mad was the fact of like, they treated them so differently, which I don't give a fuck about get mad at me. What you going to do? Throw hands with me. You know where I'm at? But, <laughs> but yeah, well, that's what made me mad. I was like, yo, you treated them so differently. They uh-huh. literally walked in, stole shit and walked out. And then y'all let them do this without even like attacking them. Because I said, have you heard of something, a few of them died, like the one lady who got shot and killed? She got shot by the police. Yeah, because mm. she broke in. She, fuck it. Fuck her. Mm. She did. <laughs> uh, one dude, he slipped, the, he, he tried to steal something, steal a painting off a wall. Mm-hmm. The old dude, he tried to steal a painting off a wall. It's one of the old paintings. But he had a taser in his pocket. I guess he fell, slipped and fell. Taser, I guess, hit like his his crotch or whatever. He tased himself. Mm-hmm. And he went to cardiac arrest and died. Which was mm. like, I was like, damn, that's a hell of a way to go. And mm. a couple of people died off like their own influences. One of the police officers died because the, the mob beat him with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Even though two wrongs don't make a right, but I'm like, but at least nobody went that far to the Capitol. But but what made it what that's what made me mad was the fact that everybody's trying to make excuses for that. But it keeps saying, Oh, what about Black Lives Matter and all that? I'm gonna say, Well, that's some actual frustration from actual reasons from actual like things that happened. Whereas them, they're just mad because 
he's not my president. And then they got mad, even though they said, don't get mad. And it's like pretty much they reneging on their own words. And they actually stormed a, like a federal, like federal institution, basically. And it's like, bruh, I, I was the general, like National Guard, I would told him to air their ass out. I'm like, yo, fuck it, air them out. What's funny to me, though, is that a whole a man lost his whole career because they just decided to take a knee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you that happened. happened. Yeah. People losing their jobs don't know. Yeah. It's just like, he but. Was, how peaceful? How, how 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 much more peaceful can you get in by taking a knee? Mm. That is true. It's like he literally it took a knee. People got mad. Tebow took a knee. Nobody give a fuck. These motherfuckers like attack people, storm the federal. Like they try to. They really they they had armed weapons. They actually, try wanted to kill like Congress people. Mm-hmm. Nobody bats an eye on that. I'm like, sec- that was a huge security risk. Like even their general said like, yo, they, what if one of them was a terrorist, like a suicide bomber? Just saying, they didn't. They po- they showed a video. Of police letting them in. The police was like, "We was undermanned," and we just said, "Fuck." We just let them in. I was like, "But you know what it is crazy though." Okay, you know, obviously Trump, blah blah blah. But the fact that they can censor somebody, but we supposed to be freedom of speech, bro. They took they took they banned them on Google. But that's what I'm saying. For like, so like, man. So if your if your views Where or whatever gets the majority, like they can really censor you. Like y'all think about that? Like, you can't hear nothing from this man whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, about they did that, that to Louis Farrakhan. But they banned this man on Google. But we supposed to have Period. freedom of speech Who? out here. Trump. I think it's uh. It's a list of like America showing the real colors out here. America, as in a whole country. Oh yeah. Like, if basically if you go against the grain, like we can do whatever we want to against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's scary. Because, like, I was just telling him, like, yo, you realize, like, he's banned from Google. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, certain apps. The platform itself, Google. Yeah. Like, they literally put up a list of, like, everything he's, like, uh, banned or, like, temporary banned from. It's a whole, all social media platforms. And they say Google and a couple others. He's done. And I was like, I could see you taking them off, like, temporary banning from, like, hate speech and all that. Excuse me. But that right there. You pretty much wiped them off the internet. So can you search them? I, I, you still can. I'm can pretty like sure. Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can. But I'm talking about like his like social media and everything else is just gone completely. Yeah. You can still search them. Mm. But like, crazy. He, they did that. Yeah, they, they. I saw something with Facebook. Like yeah, they know, took him off Facebook. But I ain't seen nothing about Google. Pretty much else. almost any social media platform you can think of, he's gone. He's temporarily banned or banned completely. So it's like. It's somewhere like like you said, America's finally showing its true colors, and the world's scared. Cause I remember it was a pic I found on my Facebook, but somebody put out like, like a like in a way like a plea saying, "Hey, get y'all shit together." Wars and rumors of wars. Huh? I said wars and rumors of wars. Yeah, but somebody was like, "Please get y'all shit together," cause the world's watching y'all. y'all like the rest of the world, like the countries. Not every country's like on the level of the U.S. In terms of like military and like economics thing like that. It's only like a few. They said, please get y'all shit together because, like, y'all, like, the person, like, every other country's behind. If they, if y'all act up, then who the hell's, like, gonna but stop I, everybody I, I, else? I look at that like that's a facade, bro, because, you know, only reason that I feel as if, you know, we can say we that is because of we're the land of opportunity to be able to be and do anything. But at the same time, you know, everything not so sweet over here. Yeah. And it's all about, uh, like, how I me, mean, I, 
me and Taste had a sit down, and I was telling him, like, bro, you got to play the game. You can't go against the grain. Like, how you saying? You go against the grain when it comes to certain things, they're going to use it against you. You get what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I see when it comes to everybody talking about uh, the Capitol and how it's supposed to, you know, fuck them because of they, what happened to us type mm-hmm. stuff. And, oh, they can ride up there and get away with it, but we can't protest and get away with it. Man, the system is not designed for us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you're, you're literally asking your oppressor to stop oppressing you when it makes them money. That's not going to happen. The number one color that they see is green first. And when it comes to, you know, division, it makes money. It's a negative entity, so it, it makes money. As long as it's making that money, bro, they don't matter. And And I feel like it's a powers that be versus the people type stuff, not a black and white thing. I think it's because, you know, that le- that young lady who got killed, unfortunately, she got killed. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to wish death upon nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, how the game of chess is played, you got eight pawns, bro. I'll get rid of them pawns quick, fast, in a hurry. I don't care about them pawns. Just to prove a point, you get what I'm saying? Just to win the game, I'll get rid of all of those pawns. White or black, I'll get rid of all of my pawns because they're mindless. You know what I'm saying? They're going to go around here and, and do something irrational like that and missing the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you get rid of those type of people first. And then on top of that, not only COVID currently, but there's an, apparently another strain of COVID that popped up in London or London, England somewhere. And it's all somehow already over here. So, like, <laughs> which I'm kind of figuring, like, yo, where's another strain came from? So it's kind of like, where is all this stuff popping up at? And then the different stories from parts of the country, because, again, a lot of people, you know, at home lost their jobs. Again, that which still boggles my mind. Strip clubs are open, but the bars are not. It's like so many things like that. It's like the game is kind of. All of this stuff is, is, is adding a, up. and All of this up. stuff is, 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 a, is a walking contradiction. I'll put it to you like this, going back to the capital stuff, bro. Only thing it takes for somebody to look like or so-called be a Trump supporter is put a MAGA hat on and walk around here with a Trump flag and a Confederate flag. Who's to say that that wasn't a chess move to make the supporters of Biden say, hey, y'all put these hats on, put this Trump uh, Trump flags on, storm the Capitol. Hmm. That's a great move. We It'll never- make him look even worse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It'll make... Because if you think about the cause of Trump supporters, everybody's trying to put the focus on Trump and not actually focus on the supporters. You get what I'm saying? Like, um, and if you can make his supporters make him look good and bad at the same time, I mean, his mouth is irrational yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. But what I'm saying is the masses of people is what's going to make him look good or bad. You know what I'm saying? Forget looking at statistics. Forget looking at all of those stuff. Ain't nobody really looking at that. Everybody looking at how the supporters are making Trump look like he's a very bad individual. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I always say look at everything with a grain of salt. Take a couple steps back and then ask why everything is happening. Because it's happening for a reason. But you just got to figure out why. Yeah, it's a big reason, too. Big reason. I think, you know, of course, it's a spiritual reason. But I just feel like whoever, you know, 
I believe in God. So whoever, everybody that's watching this or whoever y'all believe in, get right with whoever you pray to. <laughs> because, bro, it's, I just see just bad everywhere. That's why I try to stay positive just mm-hmm. to, you know, have some hope in life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because as a kid, you had to worry about none of this stuff. As a kid, you go play basketball, you know, go on a dirt road, hang out with friends, just chill. But now, every morning you got to think about, all right, if I do this, this might happen. Or the way these people acting over here, it might come back. So you, it's more of a thinking game now as an adult versus a kid. Yeah, but even in, so hypothetically speaking, because mm-hmm. we're four black men on this platform, how would you tell the youth with everything going on? Because like how you said, when we were younger, you had the outlet to go outside. Mm-hmm. With COVID, you can't you yeah. can't do that. They take away the courts. You can't go to public parks like that. You know what I'm saying? Kids are forced to be inside just as much as we are. So with them seeing stuff like this, and that's causing trauma to them, you got to explain to them a type of system we live in. Um, how would you guys go about explaining to the youth how to handle what they're seeing on TV today. Firstly, I'll tell them, like, yo, this is a, in a way, history in the making. Like, look at, because my, one of my quotes I like to think of myself and think of is as history is one of the biggest cheat sheets out there. Just look at history of each, like, like each country. Look at the history, how, like, governments and things like that, the people versus the governments, and, like, or just the people, period, how things change. Like, how different, how strife, what strife happens the the pop local populace is gonna be affected, so I tell them like I tell them like look, it's gonna be bad now, but afterwards we could be better afterwards. It's always this period of struggle. If you look at history, it's always a certain period of struggle, whereas a rebellion or uh, something something's gonna happen, but afterwards they become better afterwards because of it. So it's always just look past this, and you're gonna see it's gonna be a light at the end of the tunnel. But just don't look at this like at the new norm. This is just like a piece of history that's going to be in the history books. But every time you notice, every time there's a rebellion or something like that, afterwards, you're going to see a little bit more change. Which, so, but, you know, as a kid, kids ain't patient. Yeah, true. So you have to probably like sit them down and tell them, look, this, this is what's happening now. Focus on what, you know, we as a family is doing. Don't, don't, don't focus on too much about what's going on in life. I'm going to take care of life. You worry about whatever you what whatever you doing now. If you in school or I don't know what the ages are, but like just don't focus on don't focus on the world. The world, yeah, basically, don't, focus on, don't focus on the world. Focus on your world. The world's gonna still be here. Just focus on you and because your world. your world. I'm gonna make your world better than the world we're living in now. But what if they living in turmoil? What if their parents shitty? What if they what if they don't have that outlet? You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of People don't have that outlet to be able to say focus on the world. They focus on surviving, focusing on other things. You know what I'm saying? See, like, and as a kid, you know, granted, you know, um, I wasn't, you know, popular or rich or whatever. So right. we had to focus on the world. So, but in my own mind, at that certain age, uh, nobody like sat me down and, and, and tried to like protect me from the world world. Mm-hmm. So I had to make my own world. Within the world, mm-hmm. so I had to make my own happy place 
that make me happy and make me safe. Because I know once I get this age, this is going to happen. So right now, I'm going to focus on my little perfect world. Yeah. And then when that age come, I'm, I'm going to just take on the world as is. But as a parent, you should get your kids ready for the big world. Don't, you know, don't protect them too much, but just get them ready for the big world. So, I mean, I mean not all parents are there, but that's why this platform is here so that we can, you know, yeah. if you want to look towards something like, hey, there's a lot of positive people out there. We're, we're as much as we like look angry, tired or whatever. We're pretty positive. So it's like we already know after this, it's going to be OK. We uh, just, so you OK with being a stepdad? That's what's up. I mean, I don't know my stepdad. I ain't put in my stepdad <laughs> application yet, but, you know, just, yeah, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's up in the air one day, but I ain't there. All yeah. kids need guidance, man. Yeah, of course. That's why you got the Boys and Girls Club and football teams, basketball teams, and all this. I'm just playing. Got the Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, you know. Hey, I'm man, it takes a great man to be a stepfather, though. Raise a child is not yours. Like, yeah, that is that, that is true. That's a great act of humanity. I'm a dot. That is true. Don't you forget to adopt too, because there's a lot of kids out there that. Yeah, that, the, that part. That's yeah. what really kills me, too. They'll talk about everything else. I'm like, yo. Don't forget the kids who was adopted, nah, like or haven't been adopted. To make a decision on on to bring children that you don't know mm-hmm. inside your own home and try to raise them as your own. Ooh, since we're on this little little segment, or whatever. How how do y'all guys feel? Well, what age is the appropriate age to adopt a uh, child? I want to me personally, cause I've been thinking about this. Cause I thought for me, cause I actually did think about if I'm still single, whatever. Thirty plus. Seven plus. Thirty. Thirty. What? 30. 30? 30 and up. Mm-hmm. I think you, you, once you get to that 30 oh, yeah. and up. Okay. I mean, I already said, like, I want to adopt. If I'm still single and I'm, like, wealthy as hell or, like, actually, like, in a good financial place, I'm like, you know what? I'll adopt. Okay. I'll get some kids out. So, what age would you adopt? I was say pre- Oh, oh you asked me what age Well, the first one was a correct answer. You, you said 30, right? That's, yeah. a, that's what I was asking first. But now I'm asking, what age would you adopt? Pre-teens. Because... Of- like before all the like when they get to the teenage year, that's like kind of in a in a way rebellion years in a way. So you wouldn't adopt a child in I, there. I'll consider it if, if they were seventeen years old. They're almost they're at they that point. They'd be emancipated. Yeah, they're, I'm gonna say they're well, uh, from from what I heard from a uh, a friend of mine, she said when they turn eighteen, they could still be in the house, still in in the oh, orphanage. That's true. So if this child is eighteen years old and and can't find a home. Would you adopt this child? Mm. I probably would. I would talk to them first, uh-huh. just to make sure they like. They run all over your ass. Huh? <laughs> I'll talk to the ass first, like that. But talk to them. But you would though. So yeah. Yes. So, so you would. You would. I'm trying to put hands on them. I'm calling, calling the agency on your but ass. That, I think that's what they're so used to. So used to. Mm-hmm. They used to going back, but the thing, like I said, I want to talk to them first because again, it's like. Once they're 18, they're usually emancipated on their own. Because mm-hmm. if they're still in a home, they can still go to college, things like that. Because they're 18, they just like, you're free. But it's like, I feel like preteen, it's like right before they hit their rebellion years. I want to at least, like, you know, mold. In a way, I want to feel like it's going to sound corny as hell, but mold them and be like, hey, mm-hmm. get ready for the world from my standpoint. Like, hey, now you have a home to come back to. Like, if you feel like you're in trouble, come back here and I got you. But what, what would y'all do? Because. Y'all, he talking a lot. Y'all ain't saying. Well, that. I was asking the question, so I, mean, I I'm, talk. I'm, 
Going but, uh, but um, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's what I want to do. Yeah, I'm we thought we were on this subject. I asked him who asked him about being a stepdaddy. What are you talking about? Well, I want y'all to talk. My future wife that's out there. Um, I want to adopt at least one child because even so if you have children, would you have children? So I want two kids. I want two children for myself. Two oh, for well, myself. This last conversation we had, you said. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so yeah, hey, I want. He changed your heart. I Shit. want. I'm optimistic, man. But uh, I want two of my two of my own. Okay. So that's a. But in total, I want three. But the third one, I want to adopt because I feel like, uh, you know, not growing up with a two parent home and you know more opportunities. Right. I want to at least give one kid the opportunity at life. You know what I mean? So and I like to help, and I feel like if if I can at least do that, I know I, I can make some child happy. You know, make make them um, have a life that they want to you yeah. know, be be happy about. So what what has it been in place for you to start having children? What has it been in place? But go ahead and answer the question, bro. He be, he be we, dodging, bro. I'm talking about you. <laughs> I'm talking, talking about you, bro. <laughs> answer the question, bro. He don't never answer none of these questions, bro. I do, bro. What what age would you adopt? What age would you adopt? None. Why wouldn't you adopt? I just just your honest opinion. Ain't my kids. <laughs> and I only, I only want kids. Hey, that's. A, I got niece and a nephew. That's good enough for me. Hey, that's okay. a good answer. True. Sometimes, hey, sometimes parenting ain't for everybody. Bro, I'm too Those selfish kids. to have kids, bro. They get on the game like hey, the, man, the, no. the, <laughs> it's mine. The reason I want well, the, my mindset changed because I have I, I have confidence with other people, and they brought out some good pointers. Trust me, I do. But uh, they brought out some good pointers, as in when I die, who or what my name would not be really nothing if if I don't pass on what I'm building now to somebody. I'm building all this now, but if I have no kids, it, it just Go so to the state or the legacy. Or, die. My legacy dies with me. Nah, you better what? be. Nah, you, you better be what? legendary as hell to the point where like exactly. people remember you. Exactly. That's, that's, that's got to be nah. the goal. Like, I can't do so that. Legendary. But the average person is not legendary, bro. I'm not nah. average. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you see this man with the Raven kid on? This you guy. know this man lives. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Okay, so we we gonna we gonna go from a statistic I'm, I'm standpoint. Go, I'm the Michael Jackson of my family. We're gonna go from a statistic Wait, you to say standpoint. You David Ruffin on the Temptations? <laughs> no, I'm the Michael Jackson of the Jackson Five. We're, we're gonna go from a statistic <laughs> standpoint. The average man in America makes between fifty-two to forty-one thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That's the average man, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not average. Average. Ten <laughs> percent. Makes six figures. Three mm-hmm. percent makes seven figures. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we gonna break this down. We all black. Forty-one percent. No, the average black man makes forty-one thousand dollars a year. You can look this up. Forty-one thousand dollars a year, bro. Mm-hmm. Out of the ten percent, only four percent are black men mm. or black people. Period. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Out of that 3%, bro, we only like, we're less than 1%. So to be above average and have no children, to pass on the legacy, bro, your 
chances are slim to nothing. That's how I'm trying to lose this way. I'm gonna hey, get slim on y'all. It's still a chance though. <laughs> this guy. It's a, still it's a, a chance. Come on, a, bro. Come on, bro. Now y'all a, y'all following in the category <laughs> as Kevin Samuel saying to that girl. Average at best, bro. Just be cool with being yeah. average, oh, bro. Be yeah, cool we do. Man. See, but that's my as long as there's a thing, chance, that's my thing, I'm gonna try to least you allow your mindset to be closed like that. That's what you're gonna be closed. No, bro. It, I don't think on, it's bro. closed. You're gonna, you're gonna be what you want to Come on, bro. Statistically, of okay, how many children make it to okay, the NFL, one bro. One of us need to be in jail right now. Who? Statistically, one of us need to be in jail right now. How many black motherfuckers? No, 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 no. Because you got to say, I have all of the black men we know. Mm-hmm. Together. Okay. Okay. What's the statistics on black men in jail? One out of four, right? Yeah, but not in this room. We we but, beat but, that one. We're the one saying. out of four of but other that, people. But again, that's what I'm saying. Statistically, even though we still one out of four here. Have you ever ran into a situation with a cop? Yep. You're still a statistic. Yo, but still, at the end of the day, you said slim to none. There's still a slight chance. As long as I have that attempt, as long as I'm attempting to go for it. But if you know, still try to go. If for you it. don't never know the numbers, how are you gonna hit it? Mm. I'm still, I'm still going for it. No, bro, you you selling yourself dirty. Listen to what I'm saying, bro. If you don't know what you're aiming for and how to get what you're aiming for, you'll never hit it. But I do. What you aiming for? What you aiming for? I aiming for a billion. So what what are what is your process? Oh, what's the average millionaire's uh, age right now in America? Like sixty three. Sixty two. Okay, I was off like one year, but I knew that, right? So you're telling me Oprah is a is a billionaire, right? Mm-hmm. She has no children. Mm-hmm. Where's that money going? Wherever she accolades it to, whether it's charities or wherever she want to take it to. So you're telling Obviously, me she has the will. Years. She has the will on where her money goes. If bro. you make it out much money, you have the will to where your money go. Bro, no, not, bro. Not That's, everybody. You're not will. building a legacy off of that. Bro, yeah. a legacy can't just be people knowing my name, knowing who I am. But think about what's what's the definition of generational wealth? I should pass it down generation to generation. Who said I want generational wealth? Pause right there. <laughs> this man wants that money. He said, "I'm the fuck my money, my money, and I need it now." <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, "This is my money. I need it. I want it now." That's why I have no kids because they gonna take a cut. I'm like, nah, nah, build your own shit. This about to get juicy though. Everybody get juicy, juicy. Tonight, the I Browns. I got question for you, man. Why? Because you don't want kids. Okay, you, you I don't. Want kids. Hey, not everybody want kids. You don't want to leave a legacy, so I got some questions for you. Okay, but shit, by the time y'all y'all gonna have to marry somebody younger than y'all, like a couple of years, because y'all getting up in age. I'm on twenty years. To where y'all ain't better, uh, bro. Women, women only can live up in a child bed for so long. Who said I want a a, a old woman? So you gonna you obviously you ain't started having kids yet. I just gonna have you know significant other to start having kids yet. So you're gonna be like 33, 34, trying to have kids. Do you realize? You well, you know the 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 age that they say women shouldn't have kids is forty. Mm. So I'm twenty eight now. But you yeah, trying, they, but you're it's a cut to, off. But you're trying to have at least two kids, bro. For men, we're good. That's what I said. For men, we're good. Yeah, so I'll have to find a woman, woman has a like, year younger than me or two years younger than me. So you have these kids back to back. Hey, she going to have to want it too because honestly, as men, we don't have a cutoff date. That's what I'm saying. A lot of, a lot of women. It's women that has like that timeline. A lot line. of them already your age already already got kids, man. Might be a that again. But you still say you want your own kids. Still going to have some. Hmm. Hey, like I said, women, they got a cutoff date. They got a cutoff time. 
they got a cut off age. We we good. We could just chill. You see sixty three year old dudes just still cranking them out. But but women they got a cut off time. Their biological clock's ticking. We chilling. I'm like shit. I'm be good. But I can see now like you gotta have a kid touch Quay's system. He be like, nah, get off the sticks, homie. So you said that you didn't want to have no children because you didn't want to. You don't really. You selfish. You know what I'm saying? And you you want to keep all your money to yourself, but you can't pass it if you ain't got no children. And then on top of that, I put it to you like this: nobody will never have your DNA ever again. That's fair. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So you I think that, that generate? Gen, I mean, think about it from this point: generational wealth, bro. That's the issue we having in our com- own community. I'm not. I'm not forcing you to sit here and, and you know say, "Oh, you want children." I'm not trying to change your mind, but what I'm trying to tell you is the importance of having children. You know what I'm okay, saying? so let's say I do this. Let's say, bam, I make a billion. I make a billion. Okay, I don't have children. Right. But in my will, I put to allocate my money towards children who who don't have that in their in their life. Maybe children I may have spoken to or helped or whatever to put them in a better place. Then what? Help, help the people that's already here uh, other than creating more. But that's like you but, saying, giving somebody, that's like somebody hitting a um, lottery, then they, you know they go broke again. How are you passing that no, on? And saying. if they don't I'm, have that I'm, same mentality. I'm not going to give, just give random people the money. But you don't have mm-hmm. control over that money when you did. You yes, got I it do. in your it's will. A will you got it in your will, but it's not going to go directly to the individual who you want. It's going to go to a company that they're no, going to dish out to themselves. Versus, versus, versus you having a... Versus you having a kid that can do that stuff for you, and just keep and just keep passing on every. So like, so when you pass away, but and you have a child, right? But you want to just donate to the to the kid that 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 can't get it or whatever or don't have it as your offspring. They can continue helping the kids that you want to help out. Versus you just putting put it. Offsprings don't always go. How that you is, want them to go. I was gonna say because, right? but if if you raise them right. That don't mean... No, 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 no. Trust me. If you raise them right, they will. Bro, it's not all about how you raise them. It's about what they experience in life as well. Yeah, God, I if, see... But that still goes back. If you if you was raised... If Ted, you was raised with, Ted, with certain morals... Ted, I'm trying to tell you, we... Okay, go ahead. We here ahead. right now. Uh-huh. Something happened already that you know about. I feel like you, you I feel raise, like you can I feel like child however way you want them to get raised, bro. Uh-huh. But it in regardless, they have to make their own decision. Okay, but within that raising, they will know how to make those decisions. You have bro, to I'm trying to okay. I'm that's how I feel. To, no, that's it, all, it doesn't, that's it how doesn't I feel. matter how you raise them because they're gonna have their own experiences. Those own experiences will shape and mold them. Nah, I I believe more principles. So, so you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me right now? All y'all, everything that your parents taught y'all when y'all was younger, y'all do now? Yes. No. I do. For sure. Principles. I I do. Principles, but not everything I was raised because I've seen a lot of things that was like. But you learn the flaws through your experience. Yeah. So you change those. You learn from your experiences. You you learn you learn the flaws through your experience. What I'm talking about is principle. What he's saying is more so principle. If you know right from wrong based off of how your uh, parents teach right you, 
But if it, what I'm what he's saying is, and I agree with what you're saying, not every child will go down the path that you would like them to go mm-hmm. based off of life experience. But the principles you instill inside that child is not going to go away, bro. No matter what they experience, they're gonna make their life decisions based off of the principles you instilled in them first. Now, the impact that you get on them from a psychological standpoint as a parent, if you choose not to listen, that's your fault. You cannot sit here and blame that on a child. That's the parent's fault for not choosing to listen to the child not, in that moment. I'm not saying anything is a, is a child or a parent's fault. What I'm saying is I don't want children. Y'all saying the reason why I should have children is because I should have a legacy and I should I could pass down whatever I want to, to them. Mm-hmm. But just like fucking... Uh, any of these celebrities' kids, their kid, their kids go down a whole different path than what they went on. Yeah, but they still, they still stay, they still stay true to the principle. And here's my whole point behind this: because at the end of the day, we're the only culture that chooses not to stay true to the script. Because why we want to focus on individuality? The Rothschilds is the number one mm-hmm. family that mm-hmm. controlled the whole entire world. Let them try to okay. go outside of hold on. Let them try to go outside of that script, bro. This whole world will be completely different. You got Indian families that do the same thing. You got Asian families that do the same thing. Hispanic families that do the same thing. You got all other cultures that do the same thing. But when it comes down to us, if your father or my father or somebody has a gas station or a store that we uh that they built up from their childhood, built up, now we don't want to choose to pass on that uh, legacy because we want to go about it our own way. And then as to you know, everything that he worked hard for goes to shit. Why is that, bro? Okay. Ask me this. So you mean to tell me all y'all gonna raise Great children, like I didn't say great children. At, we didn't no, no, say no, no, great no, no, children. Hold on, hold on, let me finish. So they're gonna have a, so your legacy is basically your children, right? That's what y'all are saying. Y'all legacy is basically your children. So when y'all children become adults or whatever, they're gonna have this, such a great impact on the world that the legacy is gonna be worth something. If I put, if I like you said, instill the principle that I want my kids to have, mm. yes. What impact they gonna have that you didn't have? What? Well, you're setting them, everything that you're learning right now, you're instilling in them early. So then when they finally go through life, they're going to instill on top of what you instilled in them. Because imagine, then next, you know, they're going to pass that on to their children. And it's going to pass that on to their children. You got to keep that going. You cannot have children. That's fine. But what I'm telling you is you're talking about generational wealth. You making I'm all this money for what? But I'm saying you make generational. But you you saying you want bill, bro? People who want billions are only talking about generational. You making billions for what? Just to buy it on shit and on cars and do dumb shit? That's dumb. No. You buy, but think about it. If you buy land, who is gonna go to? You gonna give it to a random ass kid? You gonna give it to a random ass uh, charity event? Fuck that. Think about that, bro. You making all this money? You said you want billions, bro. Mm-hmm. Billions. You making billions just to die and give it away. Yeah. For what? That makes no sense. You maybe, might as well be average maybe that's what I want to do. Maybe but that makes no sense. Do. You have to have an end goal. If you're only thinking of billions and that's my, your end, my goal, end goal, is then to help people. No, I bro, you can't. Help people. I don't want Come on, to bro. have kids. I'm not telling you to have children. What I'm telling you is the principle you said behind it. Wealth, so I need kids for generational wealth. It, from a gen- from a genetic standpoint, hell yeah, you need kids from uh, for generational so why wealth. Why you talking about kids yet, then? Bro, trust yet. me. These hoes out here, wow. <laughs> but you, but you attract. I want some. But you attract what you put out. I'm not there yet. Yeah, shit, you feel me? I'm not. I'm. I'm not but attracting no hoes. I don't want no hoes. But like I said, I'm about to say play devil's advocate for a little bit because, I mean, I can see what he's talking about. Because I mean, for one, time is going to tell. Time, minds can change over time. 
for one. Of Two, course. he has a fa- like he has another family. He's saying nieces and nephews. What if he passes that on to his nieces and nephews? You know, he still has an extended family. Respectfully, yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? I understand that. But he still has a family, like, so it's like. But you're di- here's what? my here's my thing. Like here's my thing about the kids, bro, bro. Like on the frill. Like something recent just happened with me, whatever, and like, shit, like, like the fact that this shit happened is really bothering me because it's just like, damn, like we really had the same principle, the same moral, everything installed in us. But it shit, that shit went sideways, and I'm like, really? So it don't matter what you teach your child. Your child, once they become of an age, make their own decisions. Even though you be willing to install these principles and morals over within them. People you grew up with from the same hood, had the same parents, well, not the same parents, but, you know, basically your parents were basically the same individual because that's how y'all hung out and everything. Y'all take totally different paths. Very true. I'm not saying. So that's just it, like if, you install whatever you install in your kids do not mean that that's where they're going to go. But your percentage, your percentage, if you have more than one child, the percentage of you, it was just like, if you have three children, at least one or two of them is going to be a rebel. But one of them is going to follow what you do. If that one person passes on your legacy, that's all that matters. Then I'm not gonna say fuck them. I'm gonna love my children the way that they do. But if you, that's like me saying I'm going to try to get my son out of jail if he do something bad. No, bitch, get your ass in jail. You chose to do that. As a man, you chose to do that. I cannot sit here and allow my son. Am I? I'm gonna be a bitch, or I'm gonna sit here and say I'm gonna fight for my son if he made a bitch ass decision to go to jail, to go around glorifying hood shit for no fucking reason. I can instill all the principles that I want in him. But if he choose the street life, which a lot of these kill- children do that have two-parent homes, choose the street life because they think that shit is cool. If you go to jail because you kill somebody, bitch, go to jail. But that's what I'm saying. You just contradict what y'all, y'all No, saying. I didn't. No, y'all I did not. Said, y'all just said that whatever principles and morals y'all installing in your I kid, said if he has more than one, if I have more than one child, the percentage of me having one who follows me is higher versus me having one. But see, but that's what I'm saying. You contradict what you just said. You just I'm said, not contradicting I just, myself. I just said experiences and your and your child's choices will define what they do in life. He's y'all, going to y'all said the principles and the morals that y'all install will decide that. We didn't disagree with what you're yeah, saying. Well, what what we're saying is the likelihood of you having Recorded. children. Uh, cool. Go back and hear what I said. I never, I never disagree with you by not saying if you choose not to have children, that's your choice. But what we're talking about is you making all this money to be able to pass down a legacy and generational wealth. It's going to what? You saying, okay, it can go to nieces and nephews. You can take that same principle that you just said. Them nieces and nephews don't got the same principles you got because them ain't your children. They might be your nieces and nephews. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying, if I'm I'm bringing both of y'all into together, if you sit here saying, okay, nieces and nephews, all these other kids, no, these these children were raised by two different parents, mm-hmm. not by me. So they're not going to have the same principles as me. If my son goes to jail because of the life decisions that he chose to make, the principles that I instill in him, he will know you can't call me. Because at the end of the day, I don't fly with that shit. So if I have other children that goes by and I can instill that same principle, I guarantee you one of them is going to follow what the fuck I say. Yes, if they're going to go to jail and I'm going to say fuck them, I'm going to say fuck them. You chose to make that decision. You got to lay in the bed that you made. I don't give a fuck about you being my child or not. That's your choice. That's the issue that we got. We got a lot of boys out here that's not being raised by men by saying you got to lay in the bed that you created. 
basically like, I don't give a fuck if we related or not. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I see it. It's like, but that's my thing. You, you you said there's a lot of boys out here been not been raised by men, but there's still boys out here been raised by men that still follow that same shit. And then they got a the key word. They have to lay in the bed that they chose to create. So with that being said, just because I don't want to have kids and but I want to make all this money, that but that's two different conversations. You're you talking about. You just said. You just said. Why are you trying to create generational wealth but not have? I told you the principle behind generational wealth. I sat there and said, said, Why am I trying? I said, I want billions. You said, Billions. So, what's the point? You said, What's the point of having generational wealth, which is billions, if you're not going to pass it down to a generation? So, you're going to fuck off that money for what? I'm asking you for what? I just told you there's philanthropy out here, correct? That's what people do for a living. Bro, most people who are making billions are passing it to children, they're not passing it to nobody else. I guarantee you, bro. All that money is gonna go down the drain for no fucking reason. I'm talking about man. Anyway, how, bro, that's what I'm saying. You don't know that unless you bet that type of money. So my question how, is: how, how do you how do you know what she has planned for her money if you've never even touched that type of money before? So my question bro. is to you: uh, what if you find a lady that wants to have kids? Then we're just going. Well, let me rephrase that. What if you find a lady that you are into that wants to have kids? We have to have that discussion. Like I said, time will tell. It's, 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 it's time. a discussion. Like, okay, everything, just like we have a discussion right now, everything is, has to be discussed. And she's like, hey, I want to have kids. And I'm just like, well, I don't want to have kids. Then we would have to have a discussion. I'm like, okay, is this for us? Like I said, time. If, if, if it comes to the point where, hey, neither one of us want to have kids, but we can't be together, okay, fine. Like, yo, time's going to life. Like, time's going to tell because let's, let's be real. We would have the same mindset we did from 20, we're all in our like 20, 30 right now. We don't, have, we don't have the same mindset we was in our early 20s to now in our late 20s. So time will only tell when when that time comes, we meet that young lady who wants to have kids to when we become parents ourselves, become we become father ourselves. Time is only going to tell that point because things could happen. I mean, he could change his mind. We could all change our mind during that time too for that wealth situation. But for the parenting situation, for the father situation, like, you know, for the father to the son, basically, what we are still in our kid is like a seed. What... What we still in the kid is, is that seed. We train them up, we raise them, we cultivate that shit. But then once they start making decisions and things like that, from outside influences, that's the shit. That's their decision. What they they fuck up on. So once we instill that seed, it's kind of like a starting point. It's like, all right, cool. You gonna start from this seed right here. I'm gonna steal you, you the the discipline, the knowledge that I've learned and gained over the years from my fuck ups and my success. But more or less my fuck up so that way you won't repeat what I did. Here's a perfect example, bro. Denzel Washington's son, bro. Denzel Washington's son did not tell people that he was his son for a reason. Because he wanted to build his own legacy. He didn't want to be in his his dad's shadows to be able to say, I'm here because of my father. So he went went and did his thing, played college football, made to the NFL, played for the Rams. At the end of the day, all of those principles that Denzel Washington instilled in him still stayed with him. He still chose to try to go and make decisions on his own. But at the end of the day, everything that Denzel Washington told him, he came back full circle and said, yo, my dad was right. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. I understand that, but this is what I'm saying. It's not always like that. I'm not saying that it's always but, like that, but, that, but I'm saying but, the bigger I'm saying the bigger picture. If you're talking about see, you're talking about as far as in people choosing to do this because they what, want to. But what I'm telling you is the issue with black people, and I said it, the issue with black people is we get caught up in our emotions when it comes to how we feel and not talk about 
the end goal. If there's an end goal, bro. Same way with the situation what with the capital. No, I'm not talking about. It. See, you trying to make it personal. About, but, but, I, I, I just said in general. I just said in general. Keep it in general. I just pulled from you and I tap it in general. I said black people, not the only black person in the world. But but so what I'm saying is we got all this whole subject about me because I said I didn't want to have kids. You just like, well, why don't you want to have a a legacy? Right. I'm talking about. I said, why didn't you want to have a legacy? You chose to say why you didn't. Now let's go beyond that. I'm not talking about you no more. So let's clarify that. You have your reasons. As a man, I got to respect that. That's your reasons. Now I'm talking about people who, okay, I don't want to have children. Cool. People who do want to have children. What's the importance of having children? To pass on generational wealth. To pass on a legacy. You can sit here and say that you want to make all of this money. That's fine. That's completely fine. But if you're going to have children, you want to be able to set them up for success. Why do white people have an advantage over us? Because they're set up for success. We're not. Bruh. Okay, 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 okay. How ma- Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a lot of black people out here who have multiple kids who obviously can't set them up for success. But they got all these kids. But you got to say for that. Honestly, uh, mindset. I, feel like I was just about to say, you can't sit here and say all you talking about all the people who choose to have kids without thinking ahead of the game, mindset. who choose to fuck and not think before they fuck. That's their decision, right? I, their decision. I'm supposed to sit here, and but that's what I'm saying. Give them why, grace. Why have you put yourself in that situation? Think before you move. That's what I'm telling you. If you want to have children. Think before you actually get inside that motherfucker without a condom on. I'm not giving you no excuse about that, bro. If you want children, think about it before you have children. The people who choose to have children, now you got to think double because now you're playing backwards. It's a game being played. I'm not going to feel bad for nobody just because you chose to have children without thinking. And then That's and, your choice. Now you setting your children up for failure. So now we can talk about generational wealth, but we can't talk about the generational failure that you setting up your child for, the mental health that you setting up your child for, because you you can't provide for them because you want to get a nut off. You can't provide for them because you don't even know how to mentally talk to them because then nobody mentally talk to you. You don't know how to go through therapy because you got issues. So now you pass on those issues to those children. Generational wealth is more than just fucking money. What I'm telling you is it's, it's bigger than this is a conversation that people don't like to have mm-hmm. because they're scared of the fucking feelings. But so that's basically two different legacies that you can pass on. Right. That's yeah, a, but that's... you got to think about it. The key word, you got to think. This is what I'm saying. That's what How I'm come all of these in the world now because they was raised by that's what they yeah. they were raised without father. They weren't raised without. You can go from a statistic standpoint. I, I like bring up statistics because it's for a reason. Statistically, back in the 60s, we were at single-parent homes was less than fucking 30%. It was like, what, 35%? 25 to 35%. Now it's at 73. Why is that? Generational wealth is not getting better as far as in black people. It's getting worse. Why? Why? Because black men are not in the homes. You can't say they're in prison because that statistic is gone. You got more men out here that are actually college graduates. But are not having children. Why? But the, no one, no, no one. First of all, no one has financial literacy. That's a key thing. But why? They was never taught it from their parents. Keyword. My point. You do have some of those black people, like you said, that do have that. Now, well, not even their parents. Just anyone in general. Someone, someone out of just like rich dad, poor dad. His dad 
Yo, Arthur, his dad didn't have financial literacy. He had to go to his friends. He dad. was a job. He wanted so, to work. So long as you had that one person in your life, whether it's your parents or a philanthropist, who's like, "Hey, I want to be in this child's life and, and show them something other than what they know." Right. So you don't. You don't have to have children to impact children. But if you if you put if you pull up that book, since you pulled up that book, his own son took the one who taught the other boy. How to be a real, um, to be rich. His own son started his company at a super early age because he chose not to go to college. He dropped out of high school. He chose not to go to college and he got his own business and he was booming. That same legacy that I'm talking about. You had a man who had a son and you had the same man who taught another man's son to become See, generational wealthy. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't teach your, obviously you can teach your children generational wealth. What I'm saying is, you don't have to have children to impact children. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't. You don't have to. You he, can impact he, all the people you he, want. He, he he taught his son and someone else in generational wealth. Right. You can impact same with Oprah. Imp- mm-hmm. Oprah is impacting. Like, what's Oprah gonna do for her money? Oprah. Right. Oprah's impacting a lot of people, but the principles that she the principles that she has will not be passed on, bro. It, through a book? Is. No, bro. No, no bro. Personal experience. Y'all all y'all all have someone in your life who's not your parent, brother. Who whose t- lessons or teachings have been hugely impacted on you. Yeah, right. but I will I will always remember and have the one that my grandfather and my mom and my grandma taught. Okay, your grandfather, not not, not your mom, not your dad. Your grandfather, that's not your parent. Well, my, I said my mom. Okay, but that's you, my parent. Well, you talked your father figure, right? We talk, we, we all man, we talking about the father figure you had in your life. Your father figure that you had in your life is not your father. I mean, yeah. So that's the reason what why. What did your father teach you? But that's still generational wealth. We connected to I'm him. Still, but that, okay, like I said, you don't have to be blood to have that generational wealth. No, that's my grandfather. That's his grandfather, though. Okay, but you said parent. That's not your. That's. But it's still it's he, still in the family. I still have his last name. It's, it's going down from you going down from grandfather to father to you. That's still generational wealth, bro. That's direct. Bro, gener- generational wealth doesn't have to be blood. It could be from a generation to a generation. But not generational wealth is not just money. It's, it, it's genetics, I, I, too. I, I, I just said it just want money. I just said you're trying to say like teach knowledge, teach too. The more the I understand that we can read, we can get knowledge through books, bro. That's that's generational okay, you can, wealth. You can you read all you it. want to, but if you're not, if you're not under, understanding and comprehending, it doesn't matter. My point, you, you proving me right now. The impact that somebody who is related to you damn near your father can teach you something you can read all of this shit right here and i can learn i ain't, I ain't have my dad i read all this shit now i know what i know but it would have impacted me completely different if your dad was hard if my you. dad would have taught me all that shit completely different now we offer generational wealth as far as in money we talking about knowledge now okay put it this way would you rather have your father or jeff Bezos teach you stuff my father what are you oh, talking okay. about like in, in, in okay. Think about that. Think about that, bro. Think about that. The like impact right now, that a father right, will right, teach right you. Right now, right now, bro. Right now. Think about at, what at a father can age, teach at you. At your current, at your current position, would you be like, okay, I want to learn this stuff from Jeff Bezos. I want to learn my stuff. stuff from there are key components that your father can teach you that Jeff Bezos cannot no. teach you, bro. No. no. You're like, talking about it? money. Yo, I, not even yeah. money. Yo, not yo, even yo, business yo. Put it this way. Put it this way. Bill Belichick has the Patriot way, right? But when his assistants leave and go to other teams, somehow the Patriots way do not work. Think about that the same way as children, where like 
your father directly, he can teach you experiences that nobody else can. And then that way you can go, that way you know, like, he same mistakes he made. Mm-hmm. You go, you pretty much have the same reflection in your father, because mm-hmm. I never knew my father. But he could teach you things that you never knew, because he could teach you more mistakes, because more success comes from mistakes in a way. You learn, this failure is the best teacher, because you fail, you can learn from that. Mm-hmm. That way you can go, he te- he tell you all his failures, that way you could do, you do the same thing. You could just go, oh, I already done that. Because Jeff Bezos, like Jeff Bezos on one hand, it's like he could teach you some stuff, but honestly, I can't relate to it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, kind of think about, like, in football, how, like, the Patriot way, all the assistants kind of go out, but somehow they never make it, but it only went under the, under Bill Belichick, they can naturally work at it. Because the same way, because he's, like, in the way the father physics. They can't relate to it because they only worked under him. They see all the success, but they don't know behind the scenes of how they, like, personal stuff. Same thing, like, in a way, the father, your dad went through personal stuff. He can teach you some things that... Y'all pretty much the same blood. You're probably like a miniature, miniature version of your father in a way. So it's like he could teach you some things that nobody can go in, nobody can experience except for you. Just like, I mean, with the Rich Dad Poor Dad book. Yeah, I read some of the things and I learned some of the things, but I still thought back my grandfather was teaching me some of those things, but he didn't put it in that perspective. He just put it in a in a basically hands-on working this, working this perspective versus me reading the book and somebody else telling me well, you should go about it this way and this way. Now, if my father would have told, well, my grandfather would have told me about financial literacy in his term, I wouldn't have needed that book. See, when that, I, that just exposed the mere fact that your your grandfather wasn't as, and I'm not trying to directly come at him, yeah. but I'm saying you got to think of it from a perspective like this. You didn't have what you needed to instill in me in you. Yeah. So now I got to go out here and do exactly what you're saying, outsource, to go get it from somewhere else. But I'm still going to take what you taught me. And put it in. Because I'm like, okay, this this is my father. This is my grandfather. Mm-hmm. I got to still, you feel me? They're not going to steal me wrong. But Jeff Bezos know a little more when it comes to business. But Jeff Bezos don't understand me, for me, how to attack a certain situation, how to approach it. What if I got insecurities about some things that I don't like? My father gonna know quicker than Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos gonna be like, man, just get that shit done. Not understand I got anxiety. Not understand I got probably depression. Not understand I got, you feel me? I don't read correctly. All so, who so knows? None of that. Me, y'all fathers understood all of that about y'all if y'all had it. Almost you know definitely, bro. If you had a healthy father figure in your life, bro, you would know. Hmm. And if he did not know, he chose not to pay attention. Yeah, because how I see like yo Jeff. Every, let's be real. We let's be honest. If Jeff Bezos had a, a free seminar tomorrow, we'll all go. Let's be real. We'll all be there because it's yeah, Jeff Bezos. just to go. Right. But just to sit down and actually talk to your father and actually, like, learn from his experience and learn, like, hey, this is what I did. Because, let's say, a lot of your traits come from your father and mother and father. Mm-hmm. Y'all pretty much similar in a way. He's, he don't want you to go down the same path, same experience, because you're both black men. And he want to teach this black man how to be more successful than the previous black man. I.e. him. So in a way, he wants you to be more successful than him. That's always the goal and goal. Jeff Bezos wants you to do the same thing, but it's not as personal in a way. It's going to be more general. Unless he takes you as a personal protege, then it just won't impact as much in a, way, in a sense. Unless yeah. he takes you as a personal protege. Because his is going to be more like, like I said, a seminar. Basically to like, run a company, oh. basically. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas your father's going to be protege. Like, look, I'm going to try to help you out as much as I can. Whereas Jeff Bezos, he's not gonna be that personal. It'd still be cool as hell. Don't mm-hmm. be wrong. It could be cool as hell. 
Learn from directly from Jeff Bezos? Fuck yeah. I'll go to the seminar tomorrow. If he had one free seminar tomorrow, I'll be there. But it still just wouldn't be personal just coming from your dad because that's the man you know all your life. Oh, yeah. And on top of that, we're we're talking about we're talking about the the ideal father, bro. The likelihood that you run into the ideal father is slim to none, bro. Especially when it comes to black community. This is where I do agree with you at when it comes to life experience, people not being raised right correctly, people not being uh, catered to correctly. Just because you have a two-parent home does not mean it's a healthy home. You get what I'm saying? Those things matter when it comes to building generational wealth, when it comes to passing generational knowledge, when it comes to passing generational recipes, when it comes to all of those things, that trauma that y'all passing as a family, it really matters. So if you have a father in your life who's just there, but he's shit, you're not going to get the same impact. You, you damn near might as well not be there. There are a lot of variables to go along with it. Basically, mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's a lot of variables. So It's a case-by-case basis. It's case-by-case case because not every family is perfect. Not every kid that comes out of a family is going to be perfect. It's going to be case-by-case. Case. I mean, you got every you got every, every family. If you got, like I said, three or more kids, every family got a rotten apple in their family. That's just the truth. Yeah, it could be. You got that one kid that just be like, bro, like you saying, we came from the same household, bro. Why the fuck are you thinking like this? Like, what makes you think like this? I can't do shit for you. But also don't forget, too, they could either go either way. It could be one could be shit or all of them could be shit. It could go either way. Like I said, the variables, there's no, like, set, like, Route it could be variables one could be shit or all the kids could be shit because there's there's so many variables that go on into like like including like how you said life experiences really do help out matter because like the parents are not always gonna be there mm-hmm. 100%. so the variables can change because all the kids could be shit at the end of the day and then the parent whoever the parents can be like there are having cases where like the parent who had a will said fuck these kids they they all turned up idiots Jackie Chan so guess it. what boom yeah like Jackie Chan these kids my kids came up idiots as much as I try my damnness. I don't know what else, what I went wrong with. My money, I'm donating it philanthropy. Right. This, it's like I said, it's, all, everything's always a case-by-case basis. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm not disagreeing with what he's saying. What I'm saying is the principles that will be instilled in the children, direct impact will always be in them no matter what life decisions that they choose to oh, make. Yeah, that seed is always going to be there. It's what, it's what they choose to use with that it's, seed. Right. It's what they choose to use. You can't control them. Once they make their decisions, if you made the decision to do what you did as your father, I'm going to tell you, you created yeah. that bed. Now lay in. That's what I see you saying about the black community. Cause like, it's hard because not everybody got to have that seed. It's mm-hmm. still going to be very, yeah. some people got that seed and choose to do good. Some people got the seed to choose to do bad. But if we keep passing on the mere fact of, okay, this is what we value. This is what we don't. We want to buy this and we want to buy that. This is why I said the average on this, when it comes to statistics. Everybody have an unrealistic mentality when it comes to doing certain things a certain way. I'm not saying that you can't make it, bro. Mm-hmm. I will never take a dream outside of another man's, you feel me, mind. That's not my principles. But what I'm telling you is if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to lose, period, point blank. That's like you telling the girl, you selling the girl a dream, baiting her, telling you you're gonna be the, you gonna, you gonna be her husband. Then that's you no, know, you keep playing her dumbass. 
Obviously, your your, your patterns are showing that you're not going to settle. But she keep choosing to believe that you're going to sit here and say, oh, he told me one day that he's going to marry me. Like, at the end of the day, look. Look. That's on individual. But that's my point. We have more individuals when it comes to the numbers. Numbers don't lie. The average, bro, 90% of America is broke for a reason. Why? Nobody want to talk about that. Nobody want to sit here and say, okay, everybody has this idea of dream. Wake up, grind, sleep, keep going, keep going, don't sleep, keep grinding, keep grinding, keep grinding. Okay, bro. Okay, bro. If that's the truth, I know hella people who do that shit and they still broke. Why? I know hella people who, who, who sit here and say they want to go out here and make all this money, do all this shit, do all this shit. By the time they turn 60, by the time they turn 50, motherfuckers can't walk. You can't even use your own dick. Why? If you're paying attention to all the older people when they say what they saying, take care of your body. Drink plenty of water. Save your money. Stop fucking on bitches. All of this stuff. Patient. Be patient. Be patient. Have discipline. <laughs> We in our early, we in our late twenties, bro. Mm. The average millionaire is 62, 63. We ain't nowhere near that, bro. When did you learn how to do your credit? When did you learn how to stack your cash? When did you get disciplined enough to be able to say no? That's when you start. You don't start at the time where you sit here saying, okay, I got the mindset. No, you gotta fuck up a few more times. That's what it says. Mm. Failures yeah. are like. The greatest person, greatest thing to success. Learn from that, actually. So, but my thing is, we're living in a time period where everybody thinking that work, 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 grind, grind, grind. I'm gonna make this one investment and it's gonna work. I showed him a video the other day where Shaq said, "Bro, every investment that I thought I was gonna make good money on, fucking failed." This is Shaq, bro. Oh yeah. This man was in the NF- NBA. Said that he didn't spend his first check because he was financially illiterate. Mm-hmm. The average man is not financially stable. Why? There's a reason why everybody on average is making, especially black, $41,000 a year, bro. A year. I'm not telling you you can't make it, but you're not, you're not figuring out the issue. Yeah, we got to get to the core of it. That's My thing. point. We got to have to get to the core of it. And it, that takes more time than we have, actually. My <laughs> point. That's going to take a lot more time than we have here. So you can't, it's not going to, me breaking a generational curse, it starts with the moves that I'm making today. Yeah, that's going to yeah. take a lot more things. I'm not going to be able to break realistically unless I do some crazy phenomenal shit. And I'm very talented, bro. Be able to make generational wealth to the point where my children's children, 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 children will still have the same number when I die. Even if you don't have no children and you pass that on to your nephews, your cousin, charity, how long is that money going to last? Or he could build a school like a lot of there's people that have done that. I'm how many schools have you seen fail? Be, and they start, especially being a black man, and they start and they're not here no more. I can admit that, but I'm talking about like just in general, like you know what I'm saying? Just like, hey, he, if he like I'm just saying, if he uses money like said for good, like say he could be sing, he could be single. No, it's like this: no, kids and no kids. Mm-hmm. You got to be a good example, all right? For That's, sure. At I, the end I don't of day, disagree with that, especially as a black male, because we don't have that many black millionaires that come back 
and actually like take that money and put it back in the hood. Like, okay. hey, I'm why like, though? That's the, yeah, that's the thing. It's gonna take a lot more time than we have now to like go deeper. Because this is all I, the only one I've seen so far that actually done it with the one man that with the Morehouse and paid off their entire student loans and their and they like they I think they entire graduating class and an incoming class. Le- he paid that off. LeBron James, multimillionaire, and he has opened a up a school, Akron, Ohio. Yeah, cool. Jay Z. Exactly. We don't. Where the fuck is he at? We don't know. Like I said, it's different things P. Diddy. that happen. These motherfuckers is making money off of liquor and all this stuff. Doing what? Destroying the community ten times more. They're helping out the people who want to be helped. They're not helping out the masses of people who choosing to be forty one thousand dollars a year. There's a reason why. Yeah, and we don't have enough time to go over all that because that goes deeper into the core. Like one black man can be can go out there and help, but then another black man he just. Keep to himself. We may never know. It's always in the case by case, individual basis that we don't. We may never know. Everybody need motherfucking therapy. Yeah, goes back to therapy and also too goes back to values. What they learn along the way. Right. They could have started off awesome. They could have started off great, but it somehow is that one key choice, one key decision, or one key person that changed the narrative. We may never know things. Like I said, time can change. Like time, like time can change minds. Things can happen over time. I mean, things can happen. This is twenty. Like you already seen what happened in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty was shit. Yeah, dude. yeah. So we can. Nobody was prepared for COVID. Right. So twenty twenty one, we don't know what's gonna happen between now and December thirty first, twenty twenty one. We may never know. But what I do today will affect. Yeah, affect will affect tomorrow. tomorrow. So like the butterfly effect, whatever I do today mm. will affect tomorrow, but also can affect everybody around me. Ripple effect can go all out. So again, yeah. we may never know. Because that ripple effect can go further out than we expect. Right. Mm-hmm. Once we again, we may never know once, how far it goes. But, but we have to make our like our case so we can like make our case say, I want to help the black community. I'm gonna do that shit. But the number one thing that I will say that when it comes to and and again, I choose to use this word for a reason. I cause chaos in people's mind for a reason. It's because I'm making you think we might agree to disagree, but I guarantee you. This conversation will be going through your head more than once. Oh yeah, yeah. At least we- but most people don't have a guy to sit here and sit down and say, "Okay, well, fuck your feelings, bro. Think about what I'm talking about. I don't care about what you think, which how you feel, because we're not supposed to be feeling in that way from the first place. We're driven off of emotion. Get outside of your emotion. Most guys are not taught to get outside of your emotions. Mind over matter. I'm not telling you." You can't do something. What I'm telling you is use your mind. We're not taught to use our mind. We're taught to react and not think. So when I cause chaos in somebody's mind, Mm -hmm. it's not the fact that I don't believe you can do it. Just strategically think. Like you said, there are are dynamics that we cannot control. That's when you have serenity. And that's what should be the first step is. First step is separate emotion. Think from baby steps, separate emotion from logic, and then go to the next step before you like think critically, think with your mind. Like do build, building blocks, baby steps yes. first. Because if you go cold turkey all the way into it, all the way into it, most people are gonna get pissed off, mad. But like do baby steps first, therapy. You know, talk to people, separate the emotions from the logic, start going up minds first, and then start hitting them with the hard logic and be like, hey, I want you to think about this, and then start separate. That's when you gonna start having more conversation. That's when you get into deeper, and you're like, damn. If you truly think about it, you're like, damn. It's not gonna happen. This shit is this shit. If if I keep moving a certain way, it's not going to happen. Mm. It don't matter if I tell myself I want to be 
a multimillionaire. If I'm not moving like a multimillionaire, I'm not gonna never be one. All right, it all starts from somewhere. It all starts from se- okay. So, so you got to change the mentality for you to be able to get that to make the idea more realistic. Same way what Kevin Samuel said to the young lady. Okay, you want a six figure man, but you ain't even hanging around with six figure men. Hang at how the fuck you gonna find that? How can you be a multimillionaire if you're not hanging with multimillionaires? How can you be the best player ever if you're not even training with the best player ever? You training with average Joes. What yeah. is it? The it five, you got the a five point. people you keep is the people you become, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why not hang out with the best people you could possibly hang out to become the best version of yourself? We're not taught that at a young age. This is where it goes back into instilling principles. If I tell my child, yo, these are the patterns of the people that, they, that go down this road. These are the patterns that the people go down this road. These are the patterns that the people go down this road. I'm telling you, you are never big enough than these patterns. You're never big enough than these patterns. Because as a human, we're programmed to go in patterns. Mm. I don't care about how you feel. That's true. The decisions that we choose to make are influenced by the shit that we watch. You are programmed every day. If I'm telling my children this straight up, the issue with parents is they lie to their children. There's a difference between a parent coddling a child, going through life, and not telling them the truth versus a, a, a person who instilled the truth in their child, and then that's, you know, they make it. LeVar Ball got three sons in the NBA. How? Two. Two. Two out of what? Three? Yeah, two out of three. Well, one was about to go, but... <laughs> But he said he, he allowed his son, one son, yo, you're not going to college. You're going overseas and you get paid for it. Come on, bro. Like I said, it starts from somewhere. It starts from the core of the principles, also information and knowledge. That's my point. At the end of the day, that's just the, that's just the point, especially as, as a black man. We just need to find out the information. Mm-hmm. We need to find out that, cur- that kernel of information. We need to find out that principle. Because we can't find it. If we can't find it from our own fathers, we need to... Cause which again, that's, that's that the bigger sucks. issue. That's why we gotta have surrogate father thing like that. Cause we need that kernel information is not found. And that's the reason why like I want to pass on general wealth, not just money, but just pass on my my genetics too. Because I would want that my child. Because what I'm learning now and learning today, I want my child to to learn so I can teach my t- child what I learned. Because growing up, I didn't learn this stuff. So I would rather for me to learn all the stuff I can learn just to pass it down so that person can teach other people. Because that person, my child might not want to have kids, but with the knowledge he or she knows, can teach somebody else. And also, yeah. too, like, if you're a single man, like, say, like I said, time can change. Time can, time will tell. Say I'm still single with no kids. I want to teach. Mm-hmm. And I want to go focus on black men. I'll go back to the school system. Yeah. I'm going to go back to what my teacher did. I had a, I had a lot more black male teachers in high school than anything. Mm, go back, that's rare. yeah, go back there, and I'm gonna teach. Cause like I said, I'm gonna be if I do be in, end up being a single. Like I said, if I don't have, I well, I mentioned earlier, if I don't have a wife or whatever, I'm single with no kids. I might adopt. I like I said, I might think about it. Mm. But if not, I'm gonna still be like like he's like Quay said, philanthropy. I'm gonna use my influence. To help out, be the superhero that Bruce Wayne should have did without being Batman. Use the money and influence to go help and push the next generation. Because they're like, hey, I can touch more hands. Since I don't have my own kids, mm-hmm. I'm going to help out any way I can 
to help these black men out because I know it's hard to find that kernel of information. It's hard to find that generational wealth. It's hard to find a lot of things. Let me place this. Let me help you get in places so that way you could be a reflection of me and your family. Yeah, I like I said, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with with Q on the things that he's saying. If if he chose to to not have children, there are multiple examples of people that he can say they did it. They did it. Mm-hmm. They did it. I mean, you think about Albert Einstein. He did it. You're going to say, yeah, what say Jeff Bezos don't have kids. Jeff Bezos don't have kids. There are multiple people they can use to be able to say they laid a legacy and impact on, on everybody. On everybody. Albert Einstein solved that so time is not sure, real. I'm pretty sure Michael Mack. That's a legacy that's being passed on, but he sure wasn't. Michael a, don't even have kids. No, that's see, but, sure. see, but that, that, I that. Think. No, you're going down a rabbit that. hole. This is the part where I say building your children is even deeper than what you think. Because at the end of the day, if you're going down that rabbit hole, the government killed all his children. Tupac Shakur, why is his whole family dead? Asada Shakur, why is she in Columbus, Columbus, uh, Columbia hiding? She can't come back to America. Why is she on the number one rated list uh, to be uh, the wanted list? Mm. Still to this day. Mm. Genetics plays a huge role in what we got going on. That's why I say you got to understand the game that's being played. But that's another conversation when you want to go down the rabbit hole. If we're gonna keep it basic on the surface, okay, cool. You choose not to have children, fine. You can have a banging impact, but understand what type of impact that you're trying to lay. You can't just lay one and say I want to lay one when you don't know what the, the what the impact of it is gonna be. This is for everybody. If you want to have children, make sure you get yourself straight and understand the game that you're playing. This is a game that we're being played, not a war. This is a game. The Matrix explained that so fucking well. We see that with the capital situation. This is a game being played. We fall under that shit because our emotions is tied in that shit. Okay, cool. You get lost in the sauce. Now you lost already. You know, you know the sore loser who lose all the time in Uno every time you whip their ass? You man, fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, just keep playing. Eventually, you're going to get the cards dealt that you need to win. But you cannot get caught in the situation. That's the part where men don't teach men. Yo, relax. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We're not going to fight. I just want you to see something completely different. I want to cause chaos in your mind. I want you to be able to think beyond the situation that we're talking about right now. If you choose to stay in the lifestyle that you choose to, that's your choice. But at the end of the day, you can't say somebody didn't say nothing to you. Because that's the issue that we got going on now. A lot of people are not saying nothing to each other. We're allowing each other to walk around here mindless zombies. And not holding each other accountable for our actions. We're choosing to focus on chasing ass cheeks. When if I know he want to be a billionaire, then I'm going to really be on his ass and say, bro, you got to wake up and go work out. Billionaires exercise. Billionaires are, are, are in the best shape of their life because they're always thinking. They're always moving. They're always on their A game. They're always trying to think of the next move. Okay, bro, you got to get on top of your A game. If this is what you want to do, then now I'm about to push you. Don't get mad at me because I'm pushing you to the next level. You got to do things you ain't never did in order for you to go where you need to go. Yeah, that is true. That's so true. at the end of the day, this is why we created Reverence Podcast because it's a deep respect for everybody's point of view. 
I respect his point of view. I respect yours. I respect yours. You feel me? I got y'all got to respect, respect mine. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. Then it's just a different perspective. I love all of y'all. We can have these debates, and and honestly, the main reason why I debated you back and forth like that because it's good content. Because if I always agree with you, mm-hmm. nobody will. Nobody, nobody. gonna sit here and listen. Watch what we watch. And plus, it's like you can see it from different different sides of the spectrum. My yeah. point, like I said, it's different sides of the spectrum that like people don't see. Like everybody want kids. There are a lot of people who don't want kids. Right. Hey, I don't, like if I become a billionaire before I have kids, that's gonna be awesome. I don't, or some people want to have kids before they become billionaire, or they want to have a big ass family, like eight plus kids, mm-hmm. or like I just want to have some like one or two. I mean, there are different variables, different things, right. different like points of view. That's like it's awesome that like look at us now and it's like shoot. I mean, I just debated him because he said I want talking, so I'm about to <laughs> that too. I'm about I, I need it. Like I'm he talks, he don't t- like, like to hey, he talks, he don't talk. He's like. Fuck it, like it, that's how I be. Put like, me on the spot, so you know I had to go ahead and get him right up just a little <laughs> bit. You know <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. A lot of people like that who just quiet as hell. Like, but that, that, that's that, how it's be. That's how that's how it's supposed to be. If if you know pulling each other out of each other's shell, not outshining each other. That's number mm-hmm. one rule: never outshine. Oh yeah, you know I mean, but no, I'm if I, if God made me, I mean, this tie kind of shiny. I mean. Uh, this tie shiny. Uh, the camera's not even rolling. Oh, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta wear all black for the a tie reason. shiny as hell. So I'm, my life is so bright. I have to wear all black. Anyway. I'm just gonna consume all of you with my energy. Yeah, that's why I wore this tie shiny for a reason. But yeah, for yeah, yeah, man, it's actually uh, it, yeah. going on. But it was a good conversation. It was, it, honestly, it was a good one. I wish the cameras was working, bro. They keep. I got keep a going bigger out. memory card. You need uh, a bigger battery memory card. Like, it's, it's not even a battery. It's the memory card. It's I just want to say. Yeah, I, I need one. The SD cards. I, I'm for sure. I got. I just want to say shout out to the followers because you know we we never shout out to the followers because oh, no yeah, followers. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you, know, you for we, listening. Yeah, thank y'all for listening. We be saying some off the wall shit. That'd be hilarious. So thank y'all for putting up with us. Yeah, and, uh, man. To our guests that are coming on within the next coming podcast, bring the energy. We bring need the, pick, the, bring the content. We're going to debate. We're going to discuss. going to have a good time. Be prepared because we like to think be outside the box. Be prepared for <laughs> Yo, we need a camera person too. Actually, I'm gonna ask Lamar. Yeah, there's any videographers out there? Videographers? Yeah, who wanna just you know help us? I'm gonna ask Lamar and growth with this. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can grow with us. Yeah, grow with us. Think outside. Yeah, feel me? Help us think outside. Come holler at us, man. You know, know how to work the camera. Yeah, because yeah. I can't work it apparently. So, <laughs> how was the pictures? Do right, it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna oh, talk. Right, right, you know, cool, 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 we're gonna look professional. A little magic on that motherfucker. Cool, cool, little. He can put salt bay on. You gotta hit him with these. Hit him with the salt bay. Yeah. I, uh, and we need to again. We need to go somewhere to dressed up like this. We need to go somewhere with a good time. Flex on real quick and then walk away. I say one, we, we should do it at least once or twice a month. I mean, you know she got open up. <laughs> I just said. How I mean, the hell strip clubs? I open? think. I think party? certain stuff, certain restaurants are still open, bro. Mm-hmm. They are. You can go there, but I'm still mad at that. Like I can get yeah, some titties uh, in my face, but not a drink in my hand. Yeah, take your hand, close this out. All right, Lord, thank you for bringing us together once again to do another podcast. Uh, the podcast was, you know, kind of heated, but hey, we still have love for everybody. Thank you for allowing me to continue with this fast that I'm going on, and um, just watch over everybody that I come in contact with, the people I haven't come in contact with yet. 
Watch over them as well. Watch over my friends, family, and just keep us to keep growing and getting more followers to, you know, educate black men and other men in general. In Jesus' name I do pray. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. That's why I brought Bill Belichick because, like, none of his people worked out. Y'all follow us That's and rate the show, and we out this thing. Mm-hmm. Peace. Deuces.